Hoops! On this playground, it's a whole new game. Welcome to Nostalgia, a chronological exploration of every NES game released in North America. I'm Mike. I'm Sean. And I'm Joe. Guys, I got the feeling that basketball for us is the sport that, you know, of the major sports, the one that we know the least about. Uh, Is anybody here a basketball fan? I mean, I played basketball in my youth, uh, like the before high school. Um, and I, I mean, I don't really watch it as much as I would like football or hockey, but I still enjoy basketball. Yeah, I, I wasn't, you know, I didn't play play many sports. I mean, I played baseball when I was younger, but like, you know, I was I was aware of all, you know, I, I played casually with friends all these, you know, football and 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 baseball and hockey and stuff. But basketball was the one that I just never never really played. So whenever I did, it was uh, it wasn't pretty. <laughs> Sean, you bring up a good point, though, and that's actually what I was leading on to is like, you know, even if we don't, none of us really follow the NBA or um, care about basketball all that much, everybody, like every kid at one point or another, like goes to a basketball court or their friend has a basketball hoop in their front yard or whatever, and they play probably a more faithful version of what hoops is going for today than, uh, you know, the double dribble we got earlier in the NES's lifespan, which was more of like, you know, a two-on-two NBA jam slash, you know, NBA style game. Hoops is trying to go for that street basketball that I'm sure we're all just a little more familiar with. Oh, yeah. They've they've got, it's all half court. Uh, you can only do as many as two-on-two. Uh, they even have uh, some of the common ways to decide who gets first possession of just, you know shooting for possession that's what we did on the in, in the, on the playground um uh, it, it's actually pretty pretty faithful to uh the kids yeah it feels more like i mean it's faithful in the sense that it's you know it's the way that we played probably if you're just okay if you're just casually playing basketball but also in the sense that in a in a game like uh double dribble there's all these other players it, it's kind of like a lot of these other sports games that feel like there's there's some simulation going on while you're playing too, and there's a little bit of a disconnect. Where this is like, if you're playing one on one, I mean, you're in control the whole time. Um, so I think that that makes it also a little more quickly translatable. Yeah, I guess the one thing that it really doesn't uh, th- that is very unrealistic is there's some unseen uh, uh, referee that's calling you for charging every few minutes. <laughs> yeah, you guys didn't have the local playground referee. We made all the calls? <laughs> no, we did not. No, of course not. No, I, I actually uh, think that when I was playing basketball as a kid, I, I felt like you could just travel, too. Like, there was almost no rules, uh, which seems Well, then impossible. you're just an asshole, you know? Yeah, you're just an asshole. <laughs> yeah, but that's, like, that's kind of how recess rules were, right? Like, everybody just kind of makes up the rules as they go. I I mean, I I would call people out for traveling, but that's just me. I yeah, guess I like, feel like they, you're a stickler. Like, we were if pretty like were... self-governing in that sense, where it's like someone might try and get away with that, but everyone's going to call you on it. Yeah, if this game had instead of like a pop-up that says traveling or a pop-up that says charging, um, if it simulated an argument after that, and like <laughs> the game kind of kept going, but there was just a lot of like back and forth, um, 
then it would be much more uh, authentic. Yeah, I think what they should have done is is maybe maybe you hit you hit select to to like call someone and say that they were traveling, and then they have to agree with you before the game can move on. So yeah, you have to get little, into a real life argument about it. Yeah, there's a speech mini game. <laughs> right, it's yeah. a, it's a house rules mode where the rules are just kind of decided as they go about. You know, like you just talk it out with the computer. It's like, <laughs> all right, we're gonna agree to do this, but not this. We're gonna points are now worth four. You know? <laughs> uh, cool. So you know, the one thing that uh, hoops uh, doesn't have going for it, but apparently, you know, lots of sports games back then couldn't get it is any kind of recognizable names. Instead, they just try to tease you with the idea that the legends of the playground are all here. These are their own words. The legends of the playground are all here. Mr. Doc, Jammer, Legs, Bomber, Wiz, eight players in all. I mean, if you're talking about the legends of the playground, you should list them all out, right? Like, I mean, how <laughs> much how much better could the other four be if you're not even going to mention them by name? I mean, <laughs> well, I... Are you arguing that um, uh, that that they should be legends that we personally know? I'm just saying, why even go that far to give them like, you know? I, I guess like I could see the argument of it shouldn't be like backyard basketball where it's just like kid versions of the NBA stars. <laughs> but uh, you know, I think like teasing us with that the legends of the playground and it's filled with names of people we just never met or knew i don't know it doesn't it doesn't like add any emphasis yeah it's the legends of this particular city's <laughs> yeah. two playgrounds um, that's true because they do say on this playground yeah. it's a whole new game they don't say on the playground so you just don't right. know the neighborhood mike right i'm not familiar with this uh you don't know bomber huh? street <laughs> well I, I think that uh, if you if you want to if you can get over the fact that there's no real players, if you if you don't care about that, I think this actually has some advantages because because they can make these players well be, well designed from a gameplay standpoint more easily without having to think of like a real player. Like, well, what are they like? What do they play like? So I think they actually have some cool. You know, I I, I admittedly didn't play with enough of the characters to to actually say that it's well balanced, but it seems well balanced <laughs> to me. <laughs> the idea of it is well balanced. Yeah, yeah. They, they thought about balance. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I think that's what I was going to hold you to, Joe. Is like they thought about balance, but if you've played certain matchups, uh, they suck. You know, uh, I I also did not play as all eight characters. I didn't I didn't see that as like a uh, worthwhile investment. But um, I think Mister Doc is like the all around player, right? He's the one who's mm-hmm. supposed to just be like, right. if you don't want to. Pick a certain strategy. Just be Mister Doc. He can do him it and all. Barbie. Yeah, they're, I think they have the same oh. stats. Yeah, Barbie is the uh, uh, is the other name of the all around player. Yeah, but Barbie yeah. is the uh, the girl all rounder. I mean, it's nice to include girls too. We haven't seen that in a sports game yet, other than uh, the volleyball game, right? Hey, Which was an all girls volleyball. Yeah, hey, you got to get the gamer boys and the gamer girls playing mm-hmm. the same thing, you know. Well, that's the one thing I wanted to talk about before we get into the game too. Is just like. The, uh, you know, Sean, you were saying I'm not familiar with this, uh, you know, this neighborhood. And I think they did a really good job of, like, making uh, an aesthetic here for, like, uh, you know, a local rundown street, city. Rundown. <laughs> yeah, like, a, no, I'm just saying, like, even, like, I'm sure they were emulating, like, some form of, I, I made a joke to Sesame Street or, like, you know, yeah. New York City in the in the late 70s, early 80s. But, like, 
even the graffiti on the walls and everything like that, like, it's all tasteful touches. There's no, like, they didn't make it so decrepit that it's like, oh, what are they <laughs> saying about urbanization, you know? Yeah. But they, but they made it, like, true to, uh, you know, those areas. Uh, I don't know how you guys felt. Yeah, it's got, I think it has a pretty good presentation. It, it all, like, has a, it all feels like a, a whole. There's nothing that sticks out as, it, it's very, yeah, it's very 90s uh, teen uh, what adults think teen yeah. aesthetic is, <laughs> especially the cover. Yeah, I feel like it's like the aesthetic of what I would see in like a video that my teacher played about like yeah. why, <laughs> like why not to do drugs or whatever. <laughs> it's like the cool kids are are like standing in this basketball court. Like, hey, Mister Doc. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Mister Doc. You, got you want Wiz. some reefer? <laughs> Me and Wiz. <laughs> and who are the um? There's two kids on the main menu that um, I, I guess I don't know who, if they're like actual players in the game or they're just like weren't picked for the teams or whatever. And they're just blowing bubble gum over on the side. <laughs> they weren't they don't really like, Yeah, like they're like that. going home. You know, they're yeah. like, ah, screw this. And it's like, all right, your turn to, to sub in. <laughs> yeah, I think those are the developer's sons. <laughs> Very interesting. All right, so we can talk about the game now uh, because I feel like we're we're already there. Uh, Sean, you already you already talked to quite a lot about this game. Uh, you know, it's a half court style, uh, the mostly one on one. You can do two on two too, but uh, you really don't have much other choices other than like you know whether you want it to be winners outs or losers outs, or if you want um, uh, if you want it to be around the world mode instead of regular basketball. Let's just focus on like a regular one on one game for a moment. How does it feel going up against the computer and trying to take on the computer one on one? It's very, uh, it's very difficult. Uh, I found at least. Um, I feel like I, um, I had some trouble just holding on to the ball <laughs> with uh, against the computer because uh, they seem to have a better, a more adept knowledge of the steal button than I did. Uh, so it, it didn't even feel like there was any action happening. I would just, uh, I would just be relieved of possession of the ball <laughs> once in a while. Yeah, I had a very similar experience uh, at first, especially. I, I was playing as Mister Doc when I first played, and I don't remember the name of the uh, my opponent, but he was the shorter guy. He's slower, stronger, slower supposedly I think that, on paper. He's slower. Uh, isn't that Jammer? Maybe. But but it, either way, as the guy who on paper was supposed to be slower, and he was way faster than me, I felt like, at least to my eye. Um, and yeah, he would always be able to steal the ball from me, and, and it took, was very difficult for me to steal the ball from him. Um, and after a while, I did start to sort of get the hang of it, where for a while I would I would stand near, near him and kind of ram the A button or B button, whichever one it is, uh, to steal. And I would just be doing that because I'm like, I'm right on top of him. And I think that... And I, I, I'm not certain on this, but I think that there's a little bit of timing I think is important in this. And I think that if you're just ramming the button, it's probably harder. Because when I started actually just like running up and when I thought I was close enough, 
giving like one definitive press of the button, I found that I got better results with stealing the button. I get that there's only two buttons on this controller and you do what you can, but I just felt like I hate these mechanics of, especially in these, uh, you know, ball style sports games where it's like, just get really close to them, hit the steal button or whatever, and hope that it works. Like it should either like, I guess always work, right? If you're close enough to the player and you steal the ball button, right? Especially because there's no defend button. It should just work. Or there should be something more involved than just like be really close to this guy and hit this button. Uh, It just, I don't know. I kind of agree with what Sean was saying about how it seems really hard to keep control of the ball. But even when you like, even if you manage to like, you know, outrun or make a smart move against the, against the computer player or whatever, it just doesn't feel like, it feels like mostly I'm just trying to avoid another player and make a shot where I can see the basket finally so that I can see where my arrow is and determine if I'm going to make the shot or not. It doesn't really feel like I'm playing a one-on-one game of basketball. It feels like I'm playing keep away from another player. And the same thing with the computer. He's just trying to avoid me making too close of contact with him. Whereas I feel like in a normal basketball game, most of the game is played very close corners. I I would say that I don't know if this is true or not, but it it seemed that um, because your character does a little animation when you go to steal, uh, I think it really depends on where the your arm lands in that animation, and if it sort of intersects with your opponent, like then it steals, uh, and that can also mean that your opponent is actually behind you, and it would be kind of impossible based on your positioning on the court for you to actually steal it but that that's what it seemed what was happening so there it doesn't make sense but there does seem to be some mechanic happening there that isn't just like press the button and you steal uh, you have to like press the button in a specific spot and then you steal but uh but to your other point uh I do agree like it's really hard to make a one-on-one basketball game really work when again you only have two buttons because if you're playing one-on-one basketball and any other like in real life uh, it's it's more than just positioning it's more than just like can you whack the ball out it's like there's also uh can can you uh try and jump and block the shot or or just like sort of screen him like there's there's a lot more going on in one-on-one that if if you have it as simple as this game has it, it's going to feel like something's missing. And that's why I do think that the two-on-two is uh, the better the better mode in this game. Well, well, here's my question then. So similarly, like, you don't... I think a lot of it comes down to, you know, the fact that you can't... You obviously can't really simulate handling the ball. So, so it comes down to, like, with the stealing aspect of it, you, you're stealing or you're not. <laughs> like, it's not... There's not a, a level of skill that you're using on defense or on offense, rather, to to kind of keep the ball. You know, it's it's just like stay away from the, your opponent. So, has, have either of you guys played like an NBA game recently? Oh yeah, even somewhat modern. How do they do that? How do they, how do you solve that with four buttons? You know, um, well, they also use the analog stick as like if you did you play the NHL games. Yeah, I mean, I've played them, not not much, but so, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yes. like in a modern NHL game, like the right analog stick is like the uh, stick skill or whatever the hell, and that is like a one-to-one representation of how you're handling the puck in an NHL game. Well, 
in the NBA games, like if you do certain patterns on the right analog stick, you can like dribble behind the back or dribble between your legs and uh, sort of make these more uh, uh, the the more complex maneuvers on a basketball court. Um, you could set up screens. Um, so there's a it, the basketball games are very complex now. <laughs> Um, that and makes sense. Yeah. I think even even in like the PS1, PS2 eras, uh, there was some in between complexity as well between what we're playing and what we ended up with uh, with 2K22. Uh, so I think it's it's sort of like on a curve. It's just hard for one on one to work again when you have this few these few inputs. Yeah, because the advantage of two on two is that now you can pass you can the pass. ball around and yeah, you can actually like. <laughs> you know, fend off your opponents by strategically being in certain spots with your other. It's almost like, you know, I feel like in the in the one-on-one mode, the only thing that's protecting you, uh, you know, Sean, you were saying there's a little, like, hand that potentially, like, that is the trigger for, like, if the hand touches the ball, then that player gets the ball back or something. Uh, if that's true, or even if it's not true, just like what I did to avoid being, like, taken... Uh, to have the ball taken from me. Uh, and it didn't always work successfully. But what I would do is I'd just kind of have my... I, I'd go, like, sideways with the player so that my back was kind of turned towards whatever direction they were going and just trying to almost, like, fake them out, like, go in one direction and then try another direction or, yeah. you know, it's it, some mixture of that. Um, and, and I don't know, it just doesn't feel as good in a uh, 2D, two-button game. Whereas, like, with two-player now, um, you know, the ability to pass makes the game a little more passable. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's good. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Sean, do you have any more thoughts on two-player, though? You're on a roll. You mean one-on-one? Two-on-two. Oh, two-on-two. Uh, yeah, I have a little bit. Um, whereas it makes it more fun when you when you switch over to two-on-two um, because now you have this this other option uh, rather than just trying to run around a person, uh, run around a computer that knows your inputs. Um, now you can pass, but it, now passing is a little overpowered because I, I don't think that the computer can intercept or even like tip your pass. Like the ball's going to make it to whoever you pass it to. Um, so that almost makes it a little too easy because now your guy's in a position where uh, the computer can't easily just ghost steal. And now it's really just uh, you're lining up your shot um, and maybe even like getting into a point where you can just dunk it. Uh, so it's it's more fun, but it's also like it has the opposite problem where now it's just way too easy. Joe, your silence tells me you might not have tried. <laughs> to, uh, you know what? I was going to confess to that, but uh, no, I did not try two player, but I do have a thought on two player. And that is um, that two on two, so I, right? <laughs> two on two, yes, yeah. yeah. Oh, two on two, right? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I actually also obviously didn't play two player, but I I have thoughts on that too later. But for now, two on two. Um, so I played a couple of games. I started out playing as Mr. Doc, and I eventually switched over to Bomber, who uh, I think he's good at shooting from the outside. He's a little faster, um, and I thought that that would maybe be a little easier. Because I was taking a lot of you know, taking a lot of shots from the outside, um, and I'm and I found that I think he 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 probably does make more shots from the outside, which is still 
hard to do though you know uh it's still hard to do so i found that like someone like him would probably be good on a team of two you know where you can you can you can throw to him when you need when you need to like make a big play but if you um if you're playing like one-on-one with him i feel like his skill set doesn't really like help too much because i I, you know I, i feel like he seemed to miss shots more um so i feel like there are all this to say i feel like there are a lot of these statistical things that maybe we were saying earlier might have been unbalanced in some one-on-one matchups that make it a little more robust and complex if you're doing two-on-two matchups where you can kind of combine yeah. each player's skill set they're designed um, so to be complementary yeah 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 so i didn't play two-on-two but i did think when i was playing with bomber that like well maybe i shouldn't have chosen him but he would be a good teammate or someone you know, I know that you're controlling both players, but he would be a good teammate to like a a duo. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I agree. Speaking of shooting, though, I can't believe we haven't talked about this yet. I mean, that's the point of the game, right? To shoot the ball into the baskets. Uh, they have a way. They have a solve for this. Um, that you know, I, I'm not sure how many other basketball games have here, but uh, there's an arrow system uh, to make your shots. Thoughts on this? Uh, on this? Um, process here joe well, so so that arrow system that's just for the free throws correct that's what it's i just the only time i saw it yeah free throws and uh i believe the entire around the world game yeah right uh, which technically well, is well, the free which, throws but well, just from the, different locations isn't around the world also just a, a means to oh is that, around the world a full game i yeah, thought around a, the world was i thought it was just a means picking, to, to get possession yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait you mean to tell me that if I complete a full game of Around the World, <laughs> yes. I just I just decide, but that takes so long. It does take a long time. <laughs> yeah. I thought like, it was I, like a separate game where you just keep moving around the, yeah. the court. I couldn't even do that. Wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I thought it was interesting that that was the free throw method, but it didn't appear the rest of the game. I mean, I get it. It would be kind of distracting. It would be kind of difficult be so to, yeah. to, be, yeah, to be running around and having to line up the arrow while you're playing. But it also does feel like making a shot is a little random. I mean, whether you're going to make it or not. I don't know if it has to do with the height of your jump when you hit the A button again. I think that is what it is. Like, that's just, uh, I think that's become the the standard is it's just sort of like a timing. Uh, You hold down the button. uh, You try and gauge where the apex of your jump is, and then you let go. Um, yeah, but in this case, you have to not let go, but you have to like press it again. Press it again and yeah. I always traveled because of that. Because me I too, have me too. Or I would be trying memory. to steal the ball, which is the same button as jump and shoot. So I would be trying to steal the ball, and as soon as I stole it, I'm, I'm still ramming a. So then <laughs> I would jump by accident, not realize I was shooting, and then I would land, and then I would be traveling. So that was not fun. But that's a little aside. But um, but yeah, I I I, I guess if you were to spend more time with this game and really get used to it you would probably get the feel of the apex of that jump and like how to how to make a shot but just playing a couple of games like i did um it still felt a little random to me because i wasn't you know i wasn't familiar with it i think if you just play enough of around the world i don't know it's crazy (laughs) to think that like that just leads into a full game that was 90 percent of mike's uh time in this game was playing (laughs) around the world and i i i'm pretty sure it was because i i just couldn't believe that the computer actually was making as many shots. I, I don't know how much time you guys spent with that arrow system, but maybe I just have, like, terrible reflexes. But I could not make these shots, and when I did, I just felt like it was just luck. Like, 
the 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 randomizer of the arrow is like pure hell. Like somebody <laughs> really, whoever designed that, really knows how to do like some kind of form of random number generating because that thing never ha- it doesn't have a pattern. It goes all over the place. I'm glad that the arrow was not a persistent uh, thing in the game, and it'd be funny. Uh, Joe, I think at one point you suggested, like, if it was just always yeah. there and you had to time your shots with, like, when it was in the center. Uh, that would that would be a game where I would never score a point, maybe. But also, uh, I just feel like I might actually just take the randomness, you know, which, again, I don't think it's that random. But, like, might take the randomness of if my shot makes it or not, just depending on, like, if I jumped in the right spot and when I released the ball and stuff like that, as opposed to this arrow thing which might guarantee you that you're going to make the shot, but for me, it would guarantee I would never make the shot. I really did not <laughs> like this arrow system. I think the arrow, like, it ends up in the center, like, at very regular intervals. I think the randomness is just, like, what direction you would miss if you didn't quite hit that sweet spot. But it's not, yeah, but it's not just, like, it's not just going, like, left to right or something. It's going, like, that's just diagonally, a, yeah, that's yeah. Just X's, and then, to, and then to the sides, and then underneath, and then it does, like, half steps where, like, it goes down and comes back up the same direction. <laughs> it technically always crosses the center just so fast that you might as well, like, anticipate pushing the button when it's not in the center. Well, See, that's, that's I, how I, you I noticed, do it. I noticed that it would, every once in a while, it would do, like, it would do like an up down up down right over the uh, the basket. It would do like two nice little like broad strokes over the basket, and that's when I would always look for and try and <laughs> score. But then because of that, because I was doing that so much, I started to think that like the game probably should have like a time limit on how long am I allowed to watch for this? Because I would just sit there for <laughs> I'd sit there for like like a minute trying to f- wait until the arrow lined up perfectly, and then I would then I would throw it, which like feels like I don't know. There should be some. <laughs> I don't know, penalty for just sitting there forever until you have, like, the perfect shot. Yeah, there probably is. I guess that's... I guess that's just what you get, you know? (laughs) It's just what you get, just like the the street rules of it all, right? You just get the rules they feel like applying. This is not an NBA recreation. Uh, In the manual, I think it even says something like, playground basketball has fewer rules. (laughs) But there are still guidelines. Like, yes. uh, you know, I think that's cute. And I like that uh, they included some of these. I don't really have a comment about, like, if they should have included more or less. Uh, I think the game would be chaos if you could just do whatever you wanted. Um, so I- I'm a fan of these additions. But it is traveling, charging, pushing, and out of bounds. Which, again, I'm not even... Like, is out of bounds something worth mentioning here? Like... Is that really a rule thing? Like, so is scoring, right? Like, at that point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I'm think just you're being right. particular, it, I know, yeah. I'm, it's I'm at just the basis level of what makes a sport a sport. One more thing we got to talk about. It's the return of the watch mode. Remember when games had these watch modes all the time? Oh, yeah. Uh, in the early NES? Now it's like, I didn't even click on this, so I don't even know what, what happened. I didn't either. But, like... Forget about, like, you know, I think there was um, Tecmo Bowl where you could watch, right? Just like, hey, I just want to put on, put this on and watch these guys go at it, right? Do you really want to watch a bunch of, like, made-up playground characters go at it? <laughs> I, I don't. I, that's why I didn't do it. <laughs> I guess it depends on 
how invested you get in that. Maybe after you've played this game a lot, you get really invested in these, in maybe, these players. Maybe if you do personally know the legends of this playground, uh, it would be cool to watch a simulated version of them. I don't know what city this is. Yeah. So. This was based on a real playground, though, right? These are yeah, I imagine, if that's yeah. what they were saying. Maybe that's what we should do, though, is like we'll set up on our Twitch account, uh, our nostalgia Twitch account. We'll do a, you know, round, uh, uh, you know, an Elite Eight of basketball <laughs> and just have them each face off against I, each other and stream the finals. I uh, think yeah. before that, we need to have a draft, the nostalgia draft right. of, the, <laughs> of the eight so we, yeah, we, have have basketball some, we have to have some skin in the game. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, at least 500 bucks. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, if, okay, if, so if, that's if I win Zelda two, no. Oh, hello! It's and if I win five hundred dollars, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll take it. It's worth five hundred. Oh, I like that. I bet a lot of listeners would agree with you, um, and a lot of others would disagree, and that's why it remains controversial. <laughs> that was my uh, story about watch mode. So we'll just skip over that. I just wanted to also mention that this is a uh, Jaleco or Jaleco or whatever they're called. Uh, that company who makes all the sports games. This is another one from from them. Uh, they also make all those bases loaded games that we played, and um, I think they, I think they did like uh, Racket Attack and stuff like that. They make sports games. My point here is in Japan, all of these sports games have like the same name. They're under like Moreo or Moro or whatever, and that's the franchise. Why not just keep the sports franchise conceit for North America? Like obviously not the Moreo thing, but like. Why not just have them all be like, you know, Jalico Sports presents, like, and then it's basketball, and Jalico Sports presents baseball. Like, why make them feel like totally different games each time? I mean, they are different games. I mean, they they all still say Jalico on the uh, on the title screen, but yeah, you're right. It doesn't have like that EA uh, that EA Sports sort of umbrella. Um, yeah, I guess that's what I'm saying. Is like, don't even call it hoops anymore. Just say. You know, Jalico Sports presents basketball, and that's like you know, like that's. Yeah. I could see that being like a lame thing yeah. from <laughs> like an Atari twenty six hundred. The only thing with this is, I feel like if you get like if you get like Jalico Sports basketball, you're thinking like NBA, and this is clearly something different. It's clearly trying <laughs> to be like. I would be upset. Yeah. Right. All right. We've got one more thing to settle on the court, and uh, that is when we gather as a court. And I don't know where this is going. <laughs> but I think you're doing good. Don't but, second guess yourself. Yeah, yeah. This is no, good. I know. I think I feel it. Yeah, like we are, you know, we are judge, jury, and executioner here. Yeah. And uh, we're going to decide if this half-court game deserves to be on our full essential games list. All right, Sean, it's time for the essential games list. Take your shot on the oh my court. God. Um, yeah, I, I appreciate a lot of the presentation, uh, stuff though. I, it, I was a big fan of like NFL street. Uh, so I, I enjoy the, 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 uh, amateur aesthetic of a lot of this stuff, but the gameplay is way too half baked. Like we, we never really said whether a lot of it was good or bad, but, uh, handling the ball and shooting, they, they feel kind of flat. Uh, and so, no, this is not on the essential games list or on Sean's patented essential sports games list. Okay. Joe, we're subbing you in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I it's always it's always hard for me to try and, you know, to put a 
a sports game on the essential games list. I will say that I do think that this, um, I think that this has value as a two player game. I think that it's, it's so just such like a pure, just like competition game. There's not like too many, too much else going on. I think it would be a lot of fun if, if, you know, you and a friend both kind of got acquainted with this game and, and tried to play even one-on-one. I think a lot of the problems that one-on-one had would go kind of go away if, there's two skilled humans involved competing that makes it a little more fun but yeah i mean that's i think it's one one possible saving grace um and, and like you said Sean the presentation and, and you know the the aesthetic and everything is, is great but overall it does not um it does not get on my essential games list all right um i think for anybody still listening um, please see NBA Street Volume 1, 2. I've never played 3, but I have to imagine it's also good. See those games. Uh, there's no way I'm putting this on the Essential Games list. Not that it was, like, so bad that it is, there's no way. But just that, like, you know, these games uh, that I just listed are so much better, and they've done, they do the street sport genre so much more justice than um, Hoops does, but also arguably than any NES uh, street-style basketball game could do. Uh, so that, that's where I leave it. I'm just going to suggest other games this time instead of telling you what's wrong with this one. And that's what we're just doing here, right? We're just being prescriptive about whether or not you should play these games. Um, and if we say you shouldn't play them, you absolutely should not play them. In fact, I would sell your copies on eBay uh, for significantly less than they're currently selling <laughs> Too for. nostalgic cast. Hey, I, to be clear, I, don't, I didn't say you shouldn't play this. No, no, I know. I'm saying when we say that, though, yeah, about, right, about right. any particular game. Like when we say don't play Zelda 2... We mean it. If anyone were to ever say that. Yeah, nobody I, said that. I, yeah, right, I didn't think so. I'm just trying to so. be even more I was trying to save you there a little bit. You know, I was like, I don't, <laughs> right, want, right, right. I don't want anyone, you know, coming to your house. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, well, hold on. D- don't be threatening, Joe. <laughs> that did come off like I yeah. was threatening to come. Save it. <laughs> like, I'm going to send someone. That wasn't what I meant, but, you know, it's, I mean, you know, it's just something to consider. <laughs> I mean, that's not what I mean at all, but I mean, it's just like, you know. Why why, why risk it? it? Yeah, think about it. Yeah, who knows? Who knows what I'm capable of? <laughs> Please save it for the Best of 1989 yeah. episode. Yeah, Honestly, though, sure now, if, Mike, if you go missing right after this episode is released, I'm number one suspect. Like, I'm screwed. So Yeah, don't that's do that. true. You should never incriminate yeah. yourself like that. Um, but also, like, you know, you shouldn't incriminate yourself, but you should... Follow Nostalgia at Nostalgia Cast on Twitter. That is something everybody should do. And there's no way law enforcement would, um, you know, arrest you for that. They don't arrest people for following people on Twitter. I know that for a fact. It's risk free. Go ahead and do it uh, while you're there. Follow at Esposito Film. That's me, uh, Michael Esposito. And you know, I I heard Sean has a Twitter, but he's not giving it out. So maybe someday, keep listening. <laughs> maybe one day, Sean will give out the Twitter one handle. Day. And Joe Joe does not have a Twitter. I don't so have. Don't a Twitter. even ask. Don't, have don't a even ask. Uh, next week we've got Hyde Lied. Uh I hope I said that right. Um, I could ask. I think you it's Hyalai. Hyalai. Like hi, the sport. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's not a another sport sports game. game. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> it's another sport. I gotcha. All right. Um, if it's a sports game, we'll find out uh, next Friday, like every Friday. Keep doing this with us. We'd love to see you here. We'd love to hear you here, and you'd love to hear us, hopefully. Uh, right back at you, kids. Bang, bang. <laughs>